welcome to the Creative Explorers podcast. I'm Rachel Shores. I am a watercolor artist. I'm doing a bit of traveling uh, and working on my big giant dream book, my travel book, compiling all my sketchbooks and stories from when I went to all seven continents before I was 30, mostly alone. <laughs> and I'm with Laome. Yeah, hi, I'm also an artist and a writer. I'm working. I create figurative work with natural materials, mostly on text. And I'm writing, also writing a story, and I want to turn this into an illustrated novel. We'll see. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have a, a book for adults that has pictures. I've heard what? so many artists complain about this and create this, actually. So. Oh, yeah, that's a big thing. Keep going. <laughs> we need, we need a, we need a, I need, I shouldn't tell you what you need, but I need an accountability group so I actually work on my projects. Yeah. It's hard now that the summer is here and the wind, the sun is out. I just want to go paint outside instead. We can, we can go on doing this when we have our <laughs> regular schedule back. <laughs> yes, yes. So today is part three, perhaps mm -hmm. the final part, perhaps not because... I'm not so good at organizing. We're not so good at organizing our thoughts, but we are making an attempt. <laughs> and so if you want to catch the last two episodes, um, we are kind of talking about transformation in community and it's mm -hmm. kind of bringing in the individual with um, what change and healing perhaps. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and that is what we are talking about today is belonging. And mm -hmm. Laume has an amazing book. Now I want to go... Find oh, this I book. can read that. So it's it's by a wonderful author. She's called Tokopat Turner, and it's called Belonging, Remembering Ourselves Home. And I hope I'm, it's okay for me to read this to you. So yes, please put the book in in, in the notes so you can yes. order it. And it's just the beginning. So she just um, talks to the person reading this for whom this book is. So okay, it's okay. Here goes, for the rabbits and the misfits, the black sheep and the outsiders, for the refugees, the orphans, the scapegoats and the weirdos, for the uprooted, the abandoned, the shunned and invisible ones. May you recognize with increasing vividness that you know what you know. May you give up your allegiances to self-doubt, meekness and hesitation. May you be willing to be unlikable and in the process be utterly loved. May you be impervious to the wrongful projections of others. And may you deliver your disagreement with precision and grace. May you see with the consumer clarity of nature moving through you that your voice is not only necessary but desperately needed to sing us out of this muddle. May you feel shored up, supported and twined and reassured as you offer yourself and your gifts to the world. May you know for certain that even as you stand by yourself, you are not alone. I love it. Oh, my oh, goodness. That... That quote right there makes me want to paint. <laughs> exactly. That, you know, that's the power of words. That's the power of stories, of connecting. And that's, yeah. you know, that, that's kind of a community, I mean, that we, the kind of community we can create as, cre as, as artists. We can yeah. create this. You feel like you belong. <laughs> yeah, that I would say. You know what this really, this, this quote really reminds me of when I got accepted into arts high school mm. and how life-changing that was because the, the night and day difference of being in a country school 
where everybody was the same. I mean, there was almost no... I can't even think of who the weird one was, you know, like, oh, there was one guy. He used to wear plaid suits. He was a bit weird, <laughs> you know, but like there was just like the the conformity and how how out of place I felt. And then to come to uh, when I got to arts high school and the people were so weird. It was just so I was so happy and like colored hair and shaved heads and dog collars and crazy makeup and guys wearing makeup and and tattoos there was kids with tattoos <laughs> you know like i was just i was uh like i felt so you know i would i felt like the weird one there because i was in a, in my i was still in my strict religion and stuff but and i had my my things but you know i wore skirts that was my weirdness was to wear <laughs> long skirts and but i just felt that that acceptance yeah it's and having that feeling like carried me for years you know like i finally knew what it felt like to be a, a collection of misfits and <laughs> and we would talk about this all the time and it was funny because the popular kids at the arts high school they had a talk one time and they were just like do you understand how unpopular I was in my old school. Do you understand how bizarre this is that you guys all know who I am? Do you understand how weird it is that I am speaking as, you know, the class president or whoever he was? I don't know. We probably had some alternative name. Like, But he was just like that speech he gave. He was just like, I was such a nobody. Not only was I a nobody in my school, but I was just so picked on for being me. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, I don't. And he was just like, I don't understand what you know he's like yeah he didn't understand what was going on basically and it was just so fun to see this one person who was just like he was so charismatic he was so fun he was just such a cool fun person pretty sure he had pretty sure he was one of them who was wearing dog collars <laughs> but like oh uh, and it was just like i don't know it's just such a wonderful feeling so let's talk about it <laughs> yeah i think especially as artists so we talk about community but when we uh, where we are, where we live. So that can be difficult at times <laughs> because it's, yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe that's what society makes us sometimes an outsider and we feel we are alone. But I think just reading this and knowing that that kind of community we can create by meeting yeah. online and knowing there are other artists. And so that's also community and we are not alone. And just to know when you listen to a song, I don't know, sometimes I listen to songs, some, some German punk songs, and I think, oh, my gosh, and I feel so seen because this is so me. <laughs> this is so me, and I think, oh, gosh, I'm not weird at all. Someone, mm -hmm. someone has experienced the same thing, and it gives me a, a feeling of, yeah, being in community, being with someone and not sing it out. And I don't know, mm -hmm. there's a power to this. Or when you read a story and you can relate to the person or the, the main character, and you think, wow, someone thought, I don't know, thought this story up and, and has this person, I don't know, that re resembles me. I think that, <laughs> that that's, that's, that's powerful. Mm -hmm. And I think that's I, right there, I think, is a good um, reminder of how important it is to have diversity in entertainment. Absolutely. And I'm glad we're moving towards it. But, like, I just, this is something I'm, I'm kind of, 
I can't comprehend. Like, what what was that like to grow up as a child and never even see yourself represented? Oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely. absolutely. In, and in your own entertainment, in the stuff that's supposed to entertain you and, and you're supposed to relate to. Like, absolutely. I mean, we only, we might know this for being girls because when I was young, there were only boys were the heroes. So I, but so we know a part of this, but we don't know the racist part because we never, I never experienced racism, but I know how it is to have only stories about boys. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't well, fun either. So that, therefore it's very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And no more than there. And yeah. And I think what we need in this society is more diversity, not just how we look or how we behave, but I think that's what's what makes a community to accept everybody as is. So we have this strange world where there is so much individu individuality. So, you sh but somehow we are not individual at all. I don't know. It's it's there's so much pressure. Yeah. Going on. This is the conundrum. So this is this is my thing. I'm thinking about right now. It's like we just spent the last like two episodes talking about community and sharing and experiences and witnessing and all this stuff and now we're talking about like how important it's just be yourself in community um because that is and i think this is where people get stuck or get lost in being so individual you know that they forget their connection i guess to each other maybe individual to be individual is, is it's a trap. Maybe, yeah, we are individual, but we are, we are both. We are part of it. We are part of a whole, and we are ourselves. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Sometimes this, I I think being individual is something is something of a trick. For, to, to I don't know. In 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 advertising, it, it makes sense to 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 address one person because you want to be better than the other person when you buy this stuff. Maybe mm -hmm. that's where it all comes from. So it's simply just. Buying stuff. Well, and I find I also find it interesting. It does kind of get into the thing too about you know what happens nowadays is people get teased for being basic. You know, like mm -hmm. if you like something that's too popular, now you're you you know you're unoriginal. <laughs> and maybe that is too much pressure going on. I think it's okay. I think it's even okay to be boring. I mean, <laughs> you can be whatever you want. You can, and I think there's so much pressure. I don't know. It's just it's just this capitalist thing. I just want to be. I want to be. I want to do what I do, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> Leave, yeah. me Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I don't know. I think we're all caught in this trap that we have to be something special. And yeah. So so special, and to to and our art has to be special. And we have to change the world with our art. Oh, that brings me to that. What I thought about this guy, this headline I saw from this author. Mm. I haven't written the article. Maybe it was also just a provocation. <laughs> so I don't know. But he said, oh, what, with all what happens in the world right now and the war. So there's no, basically no reason to be an author anymore. Because somehow he seems to have uh, thought that he could have changed the world with his books. <laughs> and I think that's not it. I think that's that's maybe that's how we see individuality, that we think we are like James Bond and we can change the word we can i don't know travel somewhere and, and change it but i think that's not it it's far more tedious than that yeah i like it's interesting of, of what changes you know what makes a change and and where i've been getting the inspiration 
is um, the quote about, you know, a snowflake doesn't, says it wasn't responsible for the avalanche or something like that. <laughs> and And that's the thing that, like, I find really, like, I love looking at nature because it's like, you know, if you look at an avalanche, that really is just a lot of snowflakes and they're really little. And like, you wouldn't think like the catastrophe that, <laughs> that an avalanche can wreck, you know, is quite, quite impressive. That that's some significant changes, you know, and same with, um, uh, I think, uh, a while ago I talked about some guy was talking about, you know, the bacteria that began, um, photosynthesis and mm -hmm. created the atmosphere and because of this one bacteria uh, we have a sustaining you know planet and that that one just inspired that one really inspired me I, actually that really did inspire me because I was like this little you know brainless bacteria just did its best <laughs> maybe that's basically it <laughs> all we should do is be it, there did it, it's best <laughs> and it created, helped, you know, sustain life. I will just keep doing my best and who knows. <laughs> and you know what? I'm sure there were millions of other bacteria who created something that didn't matter at all for <laughs> atmosphere. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> but yeah. And yeah, and and um, I think, oh, you know, another one that I really like, there's some, I think it's a, I think it's a, uh, a Buddhist quote or something. If it says, "If you ever think you can't, you aren't making a difference in the world, try sleeping in the room with a mosquito." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. So we can make a difference, but I think all this uh, being individual uh, put us on the wrong track. I think we are both. We are just part of a community, but we, but community doesn't mean we have to conform. We have to be all the same. Yeah. I think that's what well, makes it so perfect because. Then you have people who can do this, and it's like an organ. Just imagine we were as an organism, we would all be eyes. We would, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would be very weird, wouldn't it? I mean, exactly. we could only see and nothing else. We couldn't walk, <laughs> we couldn't do anything. And this is this also takes makes me think of oh no, my thought just slowly went away. Um, oh no. Oh, hopefully oh, the micro macro level. And this is what I'm talking about. Like, if you think if if you could look at the planet and think seven, you know, there is seven billion people and like, you know, how many people are being born every minute and how many people are dying every minute. And it's just it's just on, you know, all the time. And we are just one one in seven billion. It's just that's a hugely vast number, you know, kind of thing. And and. I mean, there's enough people out there whose DNA is the same that we can trade organs, you know, <laughs> like there's enough to find, you know, there's, there's enough non-individuality out there. And what was, there was some co comment too about like, uh, we're not going to talk about my math, but like, you know, even if like with people, with you being 700 billion and, you know, when they use the the quote you're you're one in a million that still means that there's what 650,000 people who are identical to you the identical same person or something like that I don't know what it something like that don't quote my numbers but um I still 
my comfort comes in that micro and macro is like, I will do my best, you know, as I express myself fullest, as I heal, as I grow, as I become a better person, I am affecting positive change around me, you know? Yeah, that's what I what I think we are here and we just do what we do in a small scale. And I, I create my art as an artist and I put it out there and hopefully someone receives it and can yeah. do something with it. And I think coming back, being here, it also means being responsible for what you put out there. I think this brings us back to the first episode. So if you're listening, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but it's all about thinking about how you, what you put out in the world. And I think that's what we can yeah. you know, be up the be yeah think about how we are in this world and how we affect yeah. others because we're never completely individual like we are here and we what we do affects others yeah i think yeah i was going to i was going to say that like the i think the powerful powerful thing to re, to learn and i'm try i'm i'm trying to grasp i'm trying to grasp this more because like I, as an artist i was i was kind of always thinking oh i'm affecting the world you know i'm affecting the world this way and i'm you know i'm going to share my art and people are going to see it and they're going to have a mm -hmm. reaction and i'm going to help create this change you know but the part i forgot about and i didn't make that conscious connection is like i am i am always being changed and influenced and and healed or hurt, but I can be healed by those around me and mm -hmm. by the world and by others. Like others are helping me. Mm -hmm. And but that was a big shift for me. I might cry about this. Interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but like <laughs> the moment I decided to share about being in the hospital, like I was just a little scared and I didn't want to do it alone, you know? And I didn't want to be a crying basket case you know and I didn't but I didn't know how to do it by myself and just by sharing on Instagram it changed everything yeah like I was changed my attitude I didn't change my attitude people like the the process of sharing changed and 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 people's reaction and support changed how M my entire outlook instead of being it, it, I was, that was my life lesson. I was like, oh, crap. Like, I didn't do this by myself. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I think that's what belonging. I mean, that brings me to something, how we can affect people. I When I was had my sepsis, so I, I had this, <laughs> sounds pretty weird, but I had this um, TV, um, I was in this TV show. So they came over and made a... I saw. I saw your clip. Yeah, and I talked about it. And I... No, that wasn't even the TV show. So afterwards, I was interviewed by, 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 a, mag, by a newspaper. Yeah, by the newspaper. And someone just found out my, my number and called me. And it was a woman who has, had also suffered sepsis. And she, she was older than me. And she was so inspired by this. And she just wanted to talk. And we've talked on the mm -hmm. phone twice now. And it was... I, I felt how... She was so relieved so that she just could exchange this. And that's how you can, that's what I talk about, about this community. So you have this yeah. common and you're not alone. And you can talk to someone because you couldn't talk to her husband because he, he couldn't, he couldn't understand what happened yeah. to her. But, and that was, that's how you can influence people when you put out your story there. So I didn't expect that. It just happened. That's the witnessing. 
Yeah. yeah. The unknown. It's like the unknown witnessing. Like you, by you sharing your story. Exactly. You were her witness. You you showed her that you 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 probably put into words things yeah. she hadn't thought about or considered or realized and and like you helped her fill in the pieces of her story that she hadn't even um either couldn't have talked about or expressed yet yeah yeah we just oh, talked on beautiful. the phone and then we just we just and then we said oh it's so nice to talk to someone who understands and it's just it's just a good feeling to to mm-hmm. be connected like mm-hmm. this and to have someone <laughs> who knows <laughs> what we've been through and i think that's what we can do as artists we can talk about our stories put it out there also illness and all this what happened to us and then yeah there should be far more variety out there and then yeah. there should be a normal and a not normal i think it should be everything <laughs> we we are all human and i think it's just an idea what is normal and what not and so oh yeah that's normal it. is a not only just a lie but it's an illusion that people have desperately tried to keep up <laughs> absolutely and i i mean just how we look i mean if we would meet somewhere else on a totally different planet forgetting everything that happened here so it wouldn't matter how we look if what the color of the skin is what the color of the skin is but over here yeah. there's a whole story to this and that's a, we that's a totally invented difference <laughs> yeah 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 um I'm not sure if this quite fits in, but like one of the things that really helped me with this whole belonging thing was a quote by um, Brene Brown, and I I can't quote it from memory, but she was talking about how um, fitting in is the opposite of belonging. Absolutely. Because when when we see a group of people we want to fit in with, then it, we forsake everything about ourselves to put on this facade. And now we are a fake version of ourselves. And that's what people come to like and accept. Exactly. And you can't, you aren't being truly seen for who you are. And you aren't being accepted for who you are because you're being, what you're being accepted for is a fake version of you. And this, this facade that you've put on. And it's, she said it was the most separating thing that um. we can do to ourselves in society and that was pretty scary to me me. oh i think she's right but this way you abandon yourself and you're yeah Yeah. how can you inspire someone you cannot inspire someone you cannot validate someone you cannot witness someone by being this fake version of yourself yeah 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 what kind of art do you create as a fake version is it i don't know yeah i had it was it was it's so one of the things i've struggled with now as a traveler and i'm still i wonder if i'm recovering from my travel you know experiences because my thing was as a traveler i wanted to i didn't want i did want to fit in not not fit fit in but like i wanted i just I did want to be invisible. I didn't want to be noticed. I did want to be there just to observe and to learn. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to like, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of treated my, my experience of being a traveler as like, um, you know, how scientists go to observe um, mm-hmm. colonies of animals, you know, you're not there to make a statement and be seen and be noticed and, and, 
and and you know, hello world, this is me, the foreigner. You know, everyone's gonna know you're a foreigner the second you talk. You know, so I did my best not to change my environment around me because I wanted to see what it was like in its authentic, mm-hmm. you know, non-touristy way. And I got very good at conforming, you know, like mm-hmm. you learn the style and you learn what how much skin do you share is show. That's a huge thing, you know. And 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 you know, I just learned all these little nuances. And and part of learning the learning the nuances of this culture was also how I learned about it too and how mm-hmm. and trying to mimic it. And it was it was fun and exciting that way. And I tried to remember it was temporary <laughs> because I'd move from culture to culture and I'd adjust myself, you know, from culture to culture, you know, like, you know, heads, you know, I wore headscarves for several countries or I, you know, and I, there's some countries where one of them I really failed at was you're never supposed to make eye contact. Oh, okay. I, I failed at that horribly. So, but yeah, I learned that later. Um, anyways, but, um, yeah. And so, yeah. And, and I remember it kind of getting pointed out, like I kind of realized the, the flaw of this when I was in a, when I found a group on the East coast back in the U S and they were talking about how they are trying to be one and they're trying to replicate being mm-hmm. a community. And, and they were really, they, they purposely, they were very mindful of trying to be united as a community and mm-hmm. show themselves as a community. And one of the things that they, that they would attempt to do was to dress similar. And okay. they didn't encourage individual style. And I was just like, oh. Well, that's problematic. (laughs) (laughs) And all of a sudden I was snapped out of it. And I'm like, well, I can't do that. I can't be here. You know, like if I'm going to live in this community, you know, I'm going to, you know, I want my, I want to, you know, for one, I, my colors are a tad brighter, you know, than what they were wearing. Yeah. I think that's two things. I mean, it's okay to, to fit in with, when you go to foreign country and you, what are the customs? What, how do they behave? I think that's fine. You want to be part of this and you want to accept this, but to be in a community where everybody dresses the same, it's not really different. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, and I think the, yeah, and what you, re- and what I learned there was like, oh, you know, I, that, and I think that's the realization I had about it. It was like, oh, you know, when I traveled, I was, it was a sign of, of of being an outsider and showing my respect was exactly. I'm here for a time. Exactly. I will do things the way they are here. And then I will leave, you know, exactly. and, and it's like, there's some people who are in, who are forced, you know, to yeah. always conform. And that is heartbreaking. And I think community doesn't mean to be, to conform. I don't think it's the same. It has yeah. nothing to do with <laughs> It's, it was a really great quote. Something was like to the the problem with to be true. The problem of being f- truly loved and fully loved is that you have to be accept being fully seen. Yeah, because then you'll know. I mean, you will find people that won't love you for all of you, and that's painful. Yeah, 
that. I think that's what it is. And it doesn't mean to act out all the time. I think sometimes we can just be polite. And it's okay to be polite. <laughs> you don't have to give up your personality to be polite. Or to... Yeah. I do. You're like, good luck. <laughs> well, I do have, here, I do have a, a one piece of advice for trying to feel, at least feel like you're part of the whole. Somebody mm-hmm. said this, Daniel Siegel has a whole bunch of books about, I don't know all this community and belonging and, and more in a scientific uh, kind of a text uh, way. Anyways, but his, 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 his statement is if you want to feel like you're part of the whole, then as often as you can try to feel awe, gratitude, or compassion. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And (laughs) yeah. And another, um, Somebody else redefined compassion as co-passion. So you don't have to feel, she's like, we usually hear of co- compassion as like, as, as like being sad and sorry oh, with no. somebody. But she was saying, co- it is, if you think of compassion as the feeling of passion, but sharing passion with somebody else. Yeah, and, exactly. it doesn't mean that you have to carry the burden of, of yeah. suffering. You're just there and you uh, yeah, you give space to, and yeah. Yeah, Just and that was another. Witness that person in a way. Maybe yeah. that's what we talk yeah. about. And, yeah, yeah, like I think, and yeah, by compassion, I think it's like sharing, yeah, witness, somebody you can witness back and forth to of your exactly. passion. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, this that was another validating moment for, you know, why I am so in love with doing our podcast. It's like, even <laughs> if. We have no answer. Like, we're reflecting back and forth each other. I feel seen, Lame. You see me. <laughs> but we have no answers. So if you tune in to get all the answers, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, and done. <laughs> Did we solve anything? No. Did we get no. more questions? Yes. Do we have? <laughs> Will this, yeah. Will this ever And come now back? go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, do we have, have we, um, have you, have you come up with any um, takeaways or summaries after after three weeks of discussing? (laughs) I think being witness is something that's really important I think not for everyone I think we all want to be witnessed and then everything gets more bearable everything mm-hmm. just everything yeah um, being uh, yeah being seen as we are so mm-hmm. being seen as we are and belonging as we are mm-hmm. and and like the um like that quote was is like allowing yourself to be seen and like speaking in the vulnerability and this also kind of reminds me too of like asking because this is one thing i learned about in a community we created on whatsapp like community loose terms but you know i'm in touch with people that i've known for a long time we're all in whatsapp and they created this as a support group and usually it just you just you just throw in reminders and share and it's just it's just socializing but one of the things that has happened and i have learned from this and it's really kind of strange to me is when I want something from them I ask for it (laughs) and I have never like 
And it was very strange because I went through a very depressed time where I just kind of didn't talk in the group for ages. And I was I was depressed and I was on my own and I was dealing with it. And it just took flipping forever to pull out. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to do that again. And so I've learned now to be like, hey, uh, you know, and I, and I kind of had a, I kind of came to them and I explained I kind of explained myself and kind of taught them, kind of educated them on how how I am. I'm like, when I'm depressed, I can only, I can really only communicate in memes, but I still want to be part of this group. <laughs> oh, I like that because that maybe that's what we should do as artists, as misfits. We should educate the uh, the people around us, not in a way from from above, but just telling them because they don't know. Maybe they don't know people like us. Maybe they yeah. don't know what. No one knows what what someone else is just going through. So maybe we should all do that. <laughs> Talk yeah. about what's going on and educate others about how how we approach things and why we are so quiet and why we are so yeah. weird sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and and another thing that's been really interesting that I'm still kind of learning about is in in is learning people's limitations too mm -hmm. and like asking for support doesn't mean somebody has the capability to give absolutely. it absolutely and, yeah and i've and i and i and this is what i believe about community so like when i was when i was struggling with my diagnosis i was you know there was this time where i was freaking out and i was having a freak out day and i was like okay 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 who can i who 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 do i reach out to who do i dump on you know like who can handle it and like I kept kind of approaching. I was like, ah, uh, this is a good one. Ask. Oh, nope. They're visiting people. They're, they're having a good time. No, not her. Okay. And this person, ah, uh, no, she, she's, she's kind of just standoffish today. No, she's, she's, you know, she's not in a good place, you know? And I'm like, I had like five, you know, and I, I didn't just dump on anybody. And, you know, and that was, that's what I realized that I think people, I think a different, Thing to learn is even how to ask and how to yeah and sometimes people just can't handle it it's true it's just too, yeah. too much it's for some that's where community comes in so you can yeah you can share it yeah yeah and and this is something too that i've loved too it's like when when it has happened where it's like I, if i don't have the right one thing that's nice you know i'm i'm great at kind of delegating and be like okay uh this is you know I can listen to you and, and witness you right now, but here's some resources that, you know, I could recommend you for as well. You know, I'm, st I'm still here, but I'm not, I'm not the fix. And I think, I think that's a, yeah, I think that's it. There's so much we can do by ourselves. I'm, I'm just, for me, it's sometimes too difficult to ask for help. <laughs> I think also, it's also not good, but it's, maybe we should find the balance there. So you do stuff on your own, write in your journal and, deal with it and then seek someone to to sh to share this with but not i think we should find there's a fine line i think mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so not asking anyone is not good and just dumping everything on someone else <laughs> isn't working either so i think yeah 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 that's something yeah so i have a this just made me think of something for artists so like one of the things I was I had written down about things I wanted to talk about and we were kind of running out of time now but it was like the idea of like uh, we just briefly mentioned like we had talked about wounded artists you know mm -hmm. we the, we as artists 
are trying to be seen. And mm-hmm. I think that the pain of not making it as an artist or not having people notice or mm-hmm. like our art is it's not about the art. It's about what the art represents. And the mm-hmm. art is a piece of us. And when we aren't acknowledged, when our art isn't, isn't acknowledged, then a piece of us isn't acknowledged. And I think there's some artists that don't see that connection. Mm-hmm. And it's very and art is very painful for them, or or they gave up because, you know, they they they, they didn't felt seen because their art wasn't seen. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking maybe we as artists could work on changing this by asking for how we would like our art witnessed. Mm. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should also educate the audience how this works. Yeah. But now what what I what comes to my mind, I think you talked about this big magic book and i've just seen recently i've seen a ted talk by elizabeth uh, gilbert really yes yeah, someone i need to go find it about this and it was uh, your elusive creative genius something like this and she okay. talked about this genius yeah. that it's not inside us but it's where, where we have this um, where you have you know this um concept Yep. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of the book. From the outside, so it's not basically me, but it's me working with some. Yeah, you can also see it as the maybe the energy out there. Everything you tap into something bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. Or she explains this as a genius. So then it's not just me and my meager. I don't know art. It's something else that wants to be seen in the world. So <laughs> you know that makes it more and. When you look at it like this, it makes no sense to be validated through your art as a person. It makes no sense because you're just someone creating it and you're just passing on the message. Exactly. Exactly. I like that. Yeah. And it, 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 it is, it does definitely become less personal and less, um, grandiose, grandiose, grandiose. Yeah, she talks about this then, uh, the, the, basically as an artist now you must be very narcissistic and it it Mm. makes no sense and i think that would be a great topic to talk about in 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 an episode about this yeah i like it we'll write it down i should have a do we have a list of topics to talk about because i thought we did and (laughs) somewhere (laughs) let's go find that i put it down and we see (laughs) Okay. So yeah, because maybe that's a, a totally um, healthier way to look at it. Then it doesn't only come from us; it's some shared. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know what I really like about this idea? I'm glad you brought this up because she, you know, she did she did talk about this muse as a character and as its own entity, and as something that we tap into and all this stuff. And then this is the same thing I've just been learning about. And this is what I've been trying to emphasize about community and like community makes you feel like you're connected to something bigger and, exactly. and, the, and a wholeness. And it's a, and, and this is, a, you're helping me make this, make, put it into words about why it's so important for artists to understand this because um, community is, you know, is about coming to wholeness and creativity awesome. is about coming to wholeness. And like, as artists, we're like teaching others the wholeness by sharing our work and reminding them of the wholeness because they're witnessing this, this muse expressing itself. And it's just like yeah. this ongoing 
cycle, learning mm-hmm. and feeding each other. And I love we it. We should talk about this, honestly. It's not, it, to me, this is a concept. I mean, you don't have to believe in the muse, but just to see it like this, that it's something outside of you, just mm-hmm. to, to imagine this helps. Mm-hmm. So I really like this because you're bringing, you're, I'm so glad you're reminding me about this because I've been kind of struggling lately in my creative, mm-hmm. creative um to-do list you know of what do I want to work and what do I want to create and what do I want to make and I've been extremely distracted by well first kind of like understanding about MS and then am I learning some limitations seeing some limitations in my body but also the weather's been so nice mm-hmm. I just want to be outside <laughs> well, I didn't do much so but I think just seeing it like this really helps and maybe that would be something for today yeah. New episode. Yeah. A nice story. Yeah. But no, no, I won't share it now. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll save it for another one. All right. Yeah, Sounds good. I, now I am inspired. I just want to go out. This is my idea now. There's a little bit of day, daylight left. Mm-hmm. I want to go out in the woods with my sketchbook and just add. Oh. Oh, it looks like I'm alone. <laughs> Okay, I was still here. Oh, you're back. Yeah, that was weird. Okay, I think I was alone with recording. I then we had just some technical glitches. So if you're listening, <laughs> that was just yeah. It just it just clicked off for some reason. It was like bye. All right, well let's end it here before something mm-hmm. weird happens. And I think Craig's we're still being recorded. So yes, we do. We are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> so we need we won't, we don't want to lose an episode. All right, so we will talk next week. Exactly. And then we will have some to-do lists. All right. Again, and some accountability. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Bye.